Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. Welcome back to a third episode of Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen with myself, Kim, Taylor, and Alexis. And to start it off like we normally do, how was your guys' weeks? My week was awesome. I became an aunt for the first time to a little girl named Grace. How big? She was a pretty big girl. She was eight pounds, 13 ounces. Mm. I did see pictures. Little little butterball. She is a cutie pie. Alexis? My week was good. I uh, started full-time officially at my job, and uh, they keep coming up with ridiculous stuff to make me do, so... Yeah, I saw you were towing something crazy the other day. What the hell was that? Uh, it's a hydraulic hammer, so it, uh, it's a pretty big piece of equipment. <laughs> but I got to drive um, a Ford F-350 with a plow, and that was my first time with a plow ever, so that was cool. In a I, snowstorm? I can only imagine what people think when they drive by, drive by in, like, this huge truck. Yeah. And if you know Alexis, she's... Tiny. Yeah, they're like a child has jacked a truck <laughs> and is plowing the town. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it's the only time I ever feel huge. So <laughs> that's good. Um, I hit a car last week. Yeah, it wasn't even gross out either. There was no snow. It was just me. Uh, I think there's a glitch in my simulation. I think because that was not even the first real good fuck up. I'm trying to think with the oh. One of the ones was forgetting my cord so that we could even record tonight. So forgive me if I'm tired. I drove from New Jersey back to my house in the middle of New Hampshire and then drove 45 minutes in a beginning of a snowstorm. Yeah, we are getting quite a bit of snow this week up here. Yeah, it's a a lot. Taylor, I know you love snow. Yeah, I mean, I do love snow until I have to shovel. Yeah, shovel the driveway. And I think we got, what, a foot, foot and a half the last snowstorm a couple days ago. Taylor is the most light, most nice spoken girl in the planet until she has to shovel something and then she becomes the scariest human being in the world with a shovel. I mean, yeah, I'd like to say that wasn't true, but <laughs> it definitely makes me go from like zero to a hundred in yeah. anger really quick. You're a summer baby at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a snowboard. I'm good. But yeah, I know. I don't want to shovel. <laughs> Give me a snowboard and I'm going to do more damage than I did to the car in front of me on Tuesday. So... <laughs> I'm looking forward to snowboarding and potentially getting hurt. That would be really cool. That would be good for another podcast is all the unfortunate things that I do. I mean, we're going to have to go snowboarding, all of us. So, Yes, we are. Yeah, I've never been. So it's kind of (laughs) ironic. My dad works for a ski and snowboard company, and I've never done either. Perfect. I don't like the cold. Nope. Nope. I don't like the actual cold, but I feel like snowboarding is at least some way of enjoying it. We'll see. Yeah, you'll like it. I feel like with the wind going by me, I'm going to be extra cold. (laughs) You'll be bundled up like crazy. You're going to look like one of those babies that gets sent into the (laughs) snow for the first time while waddling out. And we're going to be like, at least we know she's safe. (laughs) But all right. So for this week's topic, we decided to really only kind of stick with one just because we do have our first interview tonight. Uh, I don't know if we're going to disclose this right away, but the topic right now is what exactly got us into drifting and I suppose what kept us in it up until 10 plus years later, I would say, roughly. So I don't know which one of you guys wants to start, but if you guys have a good, this is, even if it's like, oh, my ex wife I'm pretty sure all of us are going to be like, oh, our ex-boyfriend. Oops. I mean, whatever. We're here now without them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I started um, 
my friends in high school and also my ex-boyfriend like drifting and that got me into it. And then I got my first car in 2016, I believe. Really? Ain't wrong. Wait, when was it? It was in 2016. That was when I got, that's when I got the white car. I don't know what Wait, I Wait, you had a car before the white I car? I had the red hatch, that one that went past through everybody oh. in this town. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had the slutty like, hatch. Yeah. <laughs> you had the one that everybody had. I think I actually remember that because I think it was within the Acme group for a while. Um, someone had it, didn't they? They all did. Yeah. Every single one of them, I think. Every single drifter in Nashville, there's probably... Or a handful. There's a lot of drifters for whatever reason in Nashua, New Hampshire. There's some weird. It's an epidemic. Yeah. (laughs) When I got it, it was rotted. It had no engine. Um, There was a Persian rug in it, though. I'm sure whoever you guys are. Yeah, I could actually. Car, you probably remember it. I could think of a few people that had a Persian (laughs) rug. I, I think I know who had it. Cigarette butts like underneath it and all around it. Holes everywhere and yeah, could so have been any twelve of them. Safe <laughs> to say that your white one's an upgrade. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. So wait, when was that again? The red one. I I want to say it was like two thousand fourteen. Jesus, I think I could scroll back. The when did you get the white one? Two thousand sixteen. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Um, trying to remember. So, oh, well, yeah, same deal. Ex-boyfriend got me into it. I'm not going to name him because, you know, I don't feel like he needs that much credit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the I'm the feisty one. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, no, but he, he got me into it. But in a way of I didn't really even necessarily get into drifting. I They were all into S13s and everything. And for some reason, I didn't even really care for drifting until I saw an E30. And then he told me hey, like those also do that thing that you, you know, that we do. So now we can connect on something. So luckily for me, my Dodge Neon had just blown up. So I scrapped that and I saved a little bit more money. And then I think I bought the E30 like two weeks after my car blew up and it was a piece of shit. And the only way I got away with it was because I told my dad it was a BMW. (laughs) And uh, then I rolled up and this thing had like two rot holes in the floor. It was just on cut springs it was just a total piece of shit. But I say that with respect because the thing actually never died on me. I actually ended up totaling it in front of the Ruby Tuesdays in Nashua um, because I was trying to be cool in front of my friends. And that's where my <laughs> drift career started and ended, basically. No events, just a jug handle and a Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> so I guess that's what got me into it. And that's also what kept me on the unexpensive side of it, which is just hanging out with a bunch of people who stay in it and then I don't spend any of the money I just get to just chill with the same people I've just hung out with for the past 10 years and yeah I don't know my friend group never changed and I still like cars I just don't like pouring money into them I'm I'm too terrible with money already (laughs) to get into drifting the way you guys are yeah it's pretty um pretty defeating how much money you can spend in a season just having fun but it's worth it and what got you into that terrible habit? Um, well, actually, it partially had to do with you because I was able to meet your friend group when I had the RX-7. And I was like, oh, okay, these people are kind of cool. And they all have crazy rear-wheel drive cars. And like, I'm not going to lie, they did street drifting. And it was really cool to see someone going on an off-ramp at, you know, 70 miles an hour and like, kicking it out sideways and those kids 
did a lot of that. So like that kind of, <laughs> that was part of the inspiration for it. And I just remember like seeing Ryan Turk and FD in the FRS. And I was like, oh, that car is so cool. And then I was like, I really want one and I want to try drifting. And then we went to our first FD in 2000 and. God. 14 yeah I think it was was it 2014 yeah, or was it it was 2014 because okay. the next day was the first Cold Loose North event and you know I started out there and pretty much was hooked ever since mm -hmm. that's true yeah well what, what were you driving the yellow arc 7 yeah I was driving the yellow arc 7 until uh January 2013 was when I bought the FRS and that's what I started drifting in was the FRS and at one point I had a 240 and I gave that up. But um, I thought I was going to quit drifting when I sold the 240. And I remember going back to the basement, which was where all the Acme kids mm -hmm. hung out. And um, yeah, they were watching like old Japan videos of D1 Ladies League. And I was like, I don't know, for whatever reason, seeing that, I was like, I really want to keep going with drifting. So I just kept up with the FRS. Uh, for reference, Acme was a drift gang, I suppose, <laughs> that we all used to hang out with when we were in our early 20s, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they were just all as immature as us, and we were all just doing the same things. Um, you know, we could have been building ground building careers uh, and making lots of money now, but why would you do that when you can have all that fun? <laughs> and be podcasting with your friends that's way way cooler now haha -ha, jokes on you graduates <laughs> just kidding taylor graduated college so <laughs> <laughs> at least you got one other thing. fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah <well>. grow up <laughs> um yeah so the origins i guess of that and i i don't know i guess what kept me in i answered that already i just kept the same friends and it's I don't know. Yeah, cars is like a huge portion, I guess, for a relationship. But at the same time, it's like I've known these people forever. It's just obviously it's more than just a car connection, too. I, I actually mean, like them. We knew each other since driver's ed. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Alexis met when we were 16 and going for our licenses together. And we were not the cool kids in school, but every cool kid was in our class. So we're like, hey, you're kind of weird and I'm kind of weird. You want to stick this out together? <laughs> cool. Just ironic that it was driver's ed now. You know, cars kind of brought us back together when you had the E30 and I had the RX-7. And uh, yeah, we kind of became friends through that. Yeah, we reconnected after you came back from New York and living there for a little bit. And uh, we just both loved the same shitty old Japanese stuff and BMWs. I remember seeing you guys park that 7-Eleven. Oh, you should have joined us then. <laughs> I know. I oh. remember when Taylor and I first met. Oh, let's hear it. We're on Origins. Why she not? She took me out drifting. Oh my god. Yeah, I think I messaged you and I was like, oh, do you, I don't know if I asked you if you smoked weed or... Yeah, I think you did. Do you like how you please? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if we were talking about that on the podcast. No. I'm nervous for a second. I'm pretty sure everybody that <laughs> listens to the podcast knows that we're a bunch of potheads. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, surprise, <laughs> spilling the tea, really stirring the pot, stirring the stirring pot. The pot <laughs> it's, it's been a joke the whole time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I And it's funny, too, because I actually knew Taylor prior to re-meeting you, I guess, is a proper way of putting it. Because me and you have only really been good friends since last summer. 
which is really weird to think about because I feel like I've known you. Well, I have known you longer, but it was always like more of an acquaintance where if I saw you at 7-Eleven, I'm like, hey, how are you? And you'd have a couple of kids in your backseat. They're not hers. She was nannying. (laughs) But um, it was more of like, hey, I know you because, you know, our boyfriends know each other. And we would talk briefly and everything, but we never really like hung out, which was weird because who knew that we all we all had such a chemistry, I guess, because like I get along with her the same way I get along with you. It's I don't know. You found it good. And now, sorry. No. And now what? And now we'll get us sitting in my mom's basement. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Recording the podcast. We're going places. (laughs) Full speed ahead. No, but really we are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at where Microsoft started. In a basement. In a basement. Look at Amazon. In a basement. Alexis and I, our business started in a box. And we still have that box. We do. We're going to frame that. It used to be both your offices. You guys both just sit in stools in this box. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, like, that's humble beginnings. What we've done since then. A lot of really cool drift events. So for our first Drift Kitchen Stirring the Pot interview, I would like to introduce you guys to Jerry Rick. She drives a 1JZ MX-83 Cressida. And she freaking shreds. So... Yeah, welcome, Jerry. Uh, Kim's been doing all the editing, so she's able to to take stuff out. I I can cut out all the weird shit. Yeah, she has to do a lot nice. about for me. So yeah, <laughs> the weird shit's what makes it cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it actually it doesn't hurt as long as we don't throw you under the bus while damaging our own reputation. Can <laughs> we cuss on this? That's yes, the absolutely. We encourage it. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be super real so what exactly got you into drifting actually my husband got me into drifting um I didn't even consider it at first until he actually built the Cressida for me and then was like here you go like have fun <laughs> oh my god you have the nicest husband in the world oh yeah the, definitely gonna be a lot of shout outs to him <laughs> Turn oh, this. That's, that's what that's what Alexis wanted instead of a wedding ring. <laughs> I got neither. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he had um he was more uh he had more hopes than I did. Definitely didn't expect I didn't I definitely didn't expect to get it. <laughs> oh, that's like the nicest present ever. So like wait, when was that? Like how I don't know, how long have you been driving for, I guess? is the question um three years now it started in 2017 but the funny thing about the Cressida was that it our buddy um had it first and he drove it up from Texas um and it had a 2JZ in it at the time um but went down the line of just being passed off from other people and somehow it ended up back to us but like completely stripped no suspension no engine no anything um and it sat in our backyard forever and I always used to look out at that thing and just talk about how ugly it was. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, he made it look pretty cool. So <laughs> so you're like talking shit about it and he's sitting there sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to love it. <laughs> um, when you started drifting, was it easy for you or did you have like trouble doing certain things? Hell no, it was so hard. Um and I think everybody goes through that like moment in when they first start drifting, unless you're like 
a freak. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It's good to let people know that everybody starts from the same place, but yeah, it was hard, and I got really frustrated. <laughs> what do you think, like, the biggest challenge was for you? Uh, transitions. <laughs> It was like you would enter into a corner and it's like, oh, this is cool. And then you'd like have to transition and it'd be like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I never mastered that second step. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the first one. Um, Yeah, you like go out, you do donuts. Like we did that at least. Like we went out to a parking lot, we did donuts and like figure eights and stuff. Um, But once you get on like an actual kind of layout track because I did start in a parking lot but still like once once a layout is there it just everything changes and like I don't know trans tra- transition was the hardest part I don't know if you guys like can also speak for that like Alexis and Taylor I would say yeah definitely I had trouble with transitions because my car was so snappy that I I would always spin out on transitions so yeah that was definitely yep challenge i had trouble keeping like the speed to like carry myself through the next turn definitely so you just kind of like die in the middle (laughs) yeah um you said before that you thought that it was ugly so if you didn't have the cressida what other car would you like to build i was always into I mean, of course, BMWs, like, the newer style just gets better. So it was, like, I loved E36s, but then, like, E46s look great, too. But then, like, E92s are fucking awesome. So in reality, if I can afford and build, like, an E92, that would be, like, my dream car. I'm just glad you went BMW, because I feel like out of all (laughs) of you guys, I'm the only person that was driving. Although I didn't have an E36. I wasn't that smart about it. Because an E36 one, <laughs> just because they're everywhere and they're dirt cheap, and it's yeah. like yeah, they're so like it's like they're like 350Z level basically when it comes to like price and getting parts. It's like that's a good starter. BMWs are for good. sure. Yeah, thank you. I get it. See, I get why people don't fuck with Euro because like electric is a nightmare. But like you just keep the body. I feel like I feel like you tear out everything that's actually Euro in a BMW, and you're like Japanese. And then it's like the most perfect drift car and everybody's just like ripping them and they're great. For sure. That's what I've noticed. But so you did, uh, we did ask you what your dream build was and uh, well, what do you love slash dislike most about the drifting community? Um, I love just the hypeness of everybody. I mean, you can be out there sucking and everybody's hype for you just to be out there doing it. Um, Cause they know how much guts it takes to just get out there and do the damn thing. So I think that's a big thing. And there's really nothing to dislike about the community. Um, we've me and my husband have made a tons, tons of friends from the community, which is awesome. Um, and we love I mean, that's what we get excited for. That's like our thing. We get excited to go see our friends at the drift events. So um, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's pumped to be there. And having like family and friends come and just watch, they've even commented on the community just being there. And they're not even driving. They're just like, hey, that was an awesome time. Everybody was so nice. Everybody was actually talking to me and I don't even drive. 
So that's a big thing. Um, we did drag racing before drifting and it's a completely different atmosphere. Do you think drag was just more competitive than drifting? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that leads us to kind of a professional side of drifting though is. Uh, yeah. What's it like being married to someone who uh, travels for F <laughs> It sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're basically an FD wife, you know? <laughs> me and, um, I don't know if anybody will know, but me and Amber, who uh, is Jimmy's wife, uh, who Darren works with on Forsberg's team, um, we call ourselves the Drift Widows. <laughs> <laughs> Such a positive way of putting it. <laughs> yeah it just I mean it just sucks being home alone I mean me and him were inseparable for like ever since we were together for like seven years and then um you know him going out of town that was a big change for me so it's like it, it's all cool for like the first couple of days because you're just like pigging out getting fast food and watching like your shitty reality tv shows <laughs> then, like third day in you're just like okay this sucks <laughs> cute um are you ever, <laughs> do you ever go on the road with him I did once um to California to Irwindale like the last event of the year for FD which is probably the best to go to just because it's the last event and everybody's given it their all um so that was really cool it was awesome to see the cars in person because I think it in as you guys know in real life too seeing drifting on the tv verse in person is completely different and seeing pro cars on tv versus in reality is completely different oh my god we would get so excited going to fd events we were like such nerds like we still are <laughs> but like we had no chill so 10 years ago we we're just like hopped up girls just like freaking like waiting two hours before the event happened i remember being <laughs> excited because ryan turk signed my dashboard i like took it off of the FRS and I brought it over and I'm like hey can you sign this <laughs> this is so embarrassing but yeah yeah we were we were like yeah, they're from New Hampshire and we're from New Hampshire like you're <laughs> representing us <laughs> like I'm my people <laughs> you know, like how embarrassing for him to have to like see two girls peering through the fence before getting let in being like do it for us <laughs> like, god we're so creepy that poor man congrats on your wedding uh <laughs> uh but yeah so I guess if you could drift anywhere in the world where would it be since we're kind of on the topic of travel I mean I think everybody's go-to places of Bisu in Japan which Alexis weren't you weren't you able to go out there yeah I went there last year it was awesome <laughs> yeah you were like that that's that's just amazing like that would be a dream come true so it's amazing that you were able to do that that's totally cool. jealous yeah you could go I definitely if you have the opportunity to take it because you won't regret it at all it seems like even the people out there too it just seems like a good vibe and yeah we were supposed to go and then this whole coronavirus stuff happened yeah we were all we were supposed to take like a giant group of us in november um no way seven of us going yeah um yeah 2021 and we can all go yeah financially stable and wealthy enough 
to go to Japan because I'm like, yeah, it was COVID. It had nothing to do with me not having money either. I was like, yeah, stupid COVID. I would have been a millionaire had that not happened. I made that whole trip on $700. I came back with $10 (laughs) to my name and no credit card left. (laughs) I picked her up at like from Boston at like one in the morning and she's all hopped up and I just woke up out of a dead sleep and she's talking to me about Japan. I'm like, I swear to God, I'm excited for you. I've just never felt so dead. It was adorable, but all right. That's awesome. Definitely jealous of that. That's that's something you'll always remember. So, uh, well, I guess on the lack of travel, what is your home track, and is this where you started? I guess besides like a parking lot. Well, the parking lot was actually um, a, a hometown. I guess I don't know if you would call it a track, but um, Club Loose Two holds um to uh events at two different places and one of them is pittsburgh international raceway or some of you might think of it as a beaver run which we do just have a parking lot and what they do is they set up cones and it's great for people starting out um who haven't drifted before because there's no walls you don't have to worry about anything um and that's where i started and then a couple years ago, I finally got the guts to go to Midvale Speedway, which is an oval track, and there is walls all the way around. Uh, but those are the two home tracks that the pit the pit race one was the one that I learned at, and then upgrading to Midvale. Damn. Do you have any favorite tracks? Oh, of course, English Town. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest place on earth. I know. We all have a soft spot there. Hell Yeah little second home lately yeah but we'd never know that you've only been driving for three years you said yeah that's crazy. oh that's good that's good to hear <laughs> yeah seriously yeah, i was expecting um, a lot more than that yeah definitely. damn <laughs> thanks guys You're welcome that's why i was surprised you i mean you guys i'm like i'm very flattered that you guys have me on here and you know had me helping with um the drift kitchen stuff yeah, well, I mean, you definitely should at English Town, and um, yeah, we just thought you'd be the perfect first person to have on here. And you showed the girls how to do it there. That was yeah. good. They all got a good idea of like, like it's definitely not just the guy shredding. Like you're just coming here and ripping a Cressa in front of all of them, which is probably good motivation because I think a lot of those girls had the balls to do a lot of stuff that they hadn't in the past. That was such a good event. Yeah, the Drift Kitchen one was probably one of my favorite ones this year. It was just two good events in a row. Would you ever try doing competition for yourself? I would. I don't think that'll ever happen. But like if some if if something cra- crazy happened to where like, you know, my husband was down or something, um, I definitely would take it. <laughs> I would try. <laughs> Would you imagine if you made it so far that Darren had to give up Forsberg's team and join his wife's team? <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Yeah, Chris would be salty. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally see that happening. I would love it. I'd go there with a Jerry t-shirt and then I'd put like a le- uh, like a greater than symbol over Forsberg just for I'm you. I'm not even going to lie though. I don't think I can afford Darren, so <laughs> I might have to <laughs> Are you guys down? Like you guys down to be my team? <laughs> I can do an oil change. That's about the extent of mine. But if you want like a good thumbs up, you can hire me to thumb you. Up. <laughs> I'm like, looks good. I love it. <laughs> um, 
So I guess, what are your plans for drifting next year? Uh, just more seat time, honestly. Like I, like I said, it's only been three years. Um, I don't have any plans really for the Cressida, except for maybe like body wise, like it'd be sweet to get a body kit. I just can't like figure out which one. Um, but engine wise, like I love the 1J and it rips and I have no issues with it. It's definitely more than like a lot of people have, which I'm very fortunate of. And I just want to get better at tandeming, really. That's like the next step. Yes. Hell yeah. Do you think you're going to do anything to the car over the off season? Like besides the body kit? Probably not. Um, I th it's still a stock 1J. I mean, we turned up the boost a little bit and that was doing great, but I still think I have a lot to learn. So just sticking with what I have and just still getting, just learning more is my goal for this year. Um, I should say next year. <laughs> do you have any other hobby other than drifting or is that just the primary one? Um, I mean, I'm super into fitness and I was like way more into like CrossFit, like competitiveness before drifting. Um, but that's about it. I'm kind of all over the place though, but I'm definitely pretty dedicated to any kind of fitness stuff. I wish I could say the same. I, <laughs> I ate Reese's the whole way up from New Jersey and I was like, that's okay. It's mostly peanut butter, which is just as bad. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's just a lot of protein. That should get me to tomorrow. Well, you don't look like you sit around and just eat Reese's, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I will show you. <laughs> I'll show you someday. I'll just sit there and eat them in front of you and feel like I told you this body's built by Reese's. Sponsor this podcast. <laughs> we'll get food like before coming home from New Jersey or whatever. And then she'll just come in with just M&Ms. And Reese's. Those and are my things. Yeah. Health. <laughs> I can't wait. Hopefully, like, I don't keep doing this. Otherwise, this podcast is going to be my only form of so socializing. <laughs> like, I can't leave the house. Um, uh, do you have any advice for women who want to get into drifting? Um advice don't eat fucking Reese's and Red Bull <laughs> <laughs> you'll never fit in a seat uh, I do feel bad because my passenger seat is like unrealistically small like it hugs my hips and um, I, th I would think I'm like a smaller person and so like normal people get in and they're just like holy shit like <laughs> Wow, you're really selective about who's sitting. I'll volunteer no. to passenger anytime. Oh, Alexis will make it look like room for two. Yeah, she'd, she'd, she'd sink in it. <laughs> I can't see over the dash. <laughs> so I guess that's good advice for women. Get an unrealistically small seat and then nobody will sit with you. Oh, they will sit in there though. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's the only thing that sucks have you ever had like a really like big guy try to sit passenger with you at any of these? oh yeah like I get nervous like because <laughs> I'm too nice to just be like no you can't ride with me and I mean there's people that will like sit sideways in the seat just to like fit and like ride along 
And he was like, oh my God, you're going to break my seat. <laughs> like, that shit ain't cheap. <laughs> um, have you ever had a bad drifting accident? Hopefully not with any big men in the car, but... <laughs> personally like driving and like driving the Crescent or like any other car I have not but like just being in the car with Darren and how many he he constantly is tandeming with other people so we we've we've been in some good uh action (laughs) um just because we're always we're always in the middle you know what I mean he's never leading he's never in the at the end like we're always smushed in between people so We've, um, we've so, got bonked. The worst <laughs> case scenario, times. you both die. All right. Romantic. <laughs> uh, those are our dates, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad date. <laughs> no. Possible death. Go, then you get to go to get it fixed afterwards You guys together. both get to go to the same hospital. <laughs> probably the same ambulance you have the same color wristband oh my god you guys can save them for your anniversary <laughs> so and that's that's funny you mentioned the anniversary that's the reason why I did end up going to an FD event was the first our first wedding anniversary there was an FD event <laughs> it's like <laughs> really like I guess I'm going to California which isn't a bad thing it was awesome <laughs> like it was it was it was a good anniversary, but it's just like, okay. <laughs> this before or after you started drifting? Um, it would have been the year I started because 2000, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it would have been the year I, sorry, I'm trying to put a timeline together. Wow. Um, it would have been a year after. So 2018 would have been our year anniversary for our wedding and I started in 2017. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't bad. Like, I mean, we were totally dedicated to drifting. It was fine. I got to go to California. California's awesome. It had nice weather. You know, it's not a bad gig. <laughs> wow. It's like a dream job. What is the best moment you, you've had in drifting? Ooh, that's a good one. Cause there's a bunch of good moments. Um, or just maybe even like a, um, a significant one. So this past year, uh, Club Loose 2 holds a Thrash Bash event, which is a two-day event. Um, it's the only two-day event that they host. And it's at the Midvale Speedway, which is an oval track. So I'm still fairly new to the oval track. Um, I think it's only been two years that I've been going there. And there's a layout where you have to manji from bank to bank on the straightaway. And the year before, when I tried it, I com- the first time I tried it, I completely looped the Cressida and that scared the shit out of me mm-hmm. because there's walls. And I just, from there, from the whole day on, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to boogie it to the bank and enter in the bank. I'm not even going to try the manji anymore. And then I don't know what got in me, but Honestly, the whole, excuse me, the whole Thrash Bash event this year, um, I felt like I progressed so much and I tried the Manji the first time and I got it and I nailed it every time after that. And it was an amazing feeling. I felt like I was on fire both days. Um, I was tandeming with people. I was 
I I feel I felt like I progressed so much that day. That's awesome. And being consistent too, I feel like is almost one of the hardest things. For sure. For sure. All right. So are there any mods that you find necessary for drifting? Even someone just starting out, even if it's not like a high, like horsepower or anything, it's just, what do you find necessary to even start drifting? Um, so I'm, again, I'm very fortunate to have a husband that um, works on a lot of stuff. I don't claim to be a mechanic. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't shout out that I'm like working on my cars or something like that. I mean, Darren really does everything for my car. Shout out to him. Um, but it felt like being a driver, I felt like the biggest help in the car was just knuckles um, and having um, good front tires. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. What do you, yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, I can relate that, relate to that too, because I'm definitely not mechanically inclined whatsoever. Um, But I would say I would add to coilovers to that. Yes. Yes. Totally right. I totally agree with Taylor. Um, Suspension was a big thing too. Once we got the suspension down on the Cressida, got some knuckles on there, got some grippy front tires. I was freaking solid. Yeah. Front tires are definitely definitely very important yeah and you would never think that like I think that's something that like slips through people's head (laughs) no I definitely agree I I do agree with you too on the knuckles um I think once I finally got used to drifting the FRS once I got the angle kit on um that helped get more aggressive for sure All right. And do you see drifting growing within the States? Obviously, it's pretty popular in a lot of countries, including like Australia and obviously Japan, even a lot of places in Europe. I see they pour massive amounts of money into drifting. Um, Do you see us growing over here or do you think it's kind of at a stale point where it's kind of cruising kind of where it is right now? Um, That's a hard one. I think it depends on the person you ask, but um i think so because of when darren first started when we actually got into drifting um about five six years ago i've seen it grown just from there but i'm sure if you were to ask other people like um the people who host club loose or club loose two um they i'm sure that they see a huge uh improvement and a lot of more people getting into drifting now yeah, I only ask because for some reason I still find myself explaining drifting to certain people. And for some reason, you always got to bring up the goddamn Fast and Furious movies <laughs> to kind of get their idea because they're like, oh, I went to a drift event and they're like, like a homeless thing. What's drifting? Yeah, I'm like, no, no, not like a homeless thing. <laughs> well, my, my favorite thing at work is when I tell them that like I'm, you know, I'm taking off because I'm going to New Jersey or whatever for drifting. And when I come back, they're always like, I don't even know how they word it. They're like, so how'd you do? Yeah, did, it's did like, you yeah. I yeah, yeah. Or like, did you win? And it's like, uh, I don't know. Darren says it the best. He's always like, you should just tell him like everybody won. <laughs> it was, it was a, great. There's partici- yeah. participation trophies all around. Yeah. It's all about a ribbon. 
And I feel like the last one is more appropriate for the girls to ask. Yeah. Are you, do you plan on coming back to uh, English Town with us if we do another event? Oh my gosh. I would be honored to be back with you guys if you guys do another. And I hope, I hope it lasts. I hope that this is like a thing now. I hope that every year Drift Kitchen does an event at Club Loose. Um, Cause it was amazing. It was so amazing to see all of these girls that just got it immediately. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was like mind blowing. And I felt bad because I didn't contribute that much um, to actually helping girls because it, it just seemed like they took on and got it. And that's a really hard track to get. And if you've never been there before, it's really intimidating. So I just think having the girls be able to see like you starting it on the front course and everything, I think that in itself is, is funny because like that's, you know, some of these girls, it's their first time being there and they've never been on a road course before and just being able to watch another girl shredding out there, like that's pretty important. Because I mean, I guess it's easy to see like Wagner out there or Jimmy or like any of those guys and stuff and be like, yeah, of course they're ripping, you know, they're like, you know, this is their course and everything. And I don't know, I think it's different when they see a girl who's definitely comfortable out there and she's, you know, going into the wall and shit. I definitely think that that helps them be like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Like, you don't have to be a, a, a small bearded man to do this. We'll all be tandeming out there. That'd be sick. Oh, I'm so pumped. It was so, it was, it was absolutely amazing and almost breathtaking to see all these girls out there killing it. And I'm so happy that I got to, join you guys at that and make so many new friends um, from that event. I mean, there was girls I didn't even know, it, no offense, but I, 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 I'm not really an Instagram person to where I'm like searching for people. So like I, to then find them on Instagram and stuff like that and be like, holy shit, girl, like you shred. Like, <laughs> and I didn't even know you existed. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's crazy, too, is that a lot of them came from, what, like, five hours away and everything? A decent amount, yeah. They yeah. traveled quite some some ways to get there. And some of them hadn't even driven Club Loose before. Some had come to a few events before, but that was their first, like, Club Loose event, which was, I think, great. I think it was the least intimidating one you could go to. Cause... They got the watered-down version. <laughs> yeah, they got, yeah. No. <laughs> I think the guys were surprised, though. I think, I think they really... Hell yeah! These girls, like, they just came and... I don't know if girls learn faster, maybe, or I don't know. Taylor's like, I just don't know if, you know, women are better. It weighs so much better than any other event ever there. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they always progress really fast. And I don't know, maybe it's like the positivity in the community or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like these girls progress really really fast I think it's just because girls are so much more showy with like you did so good and then we all get excited and high-pitched scream together you know like we're all like some high fives around yeah like don't get me wrong I've seen you know the guys get all excited for each other and stuff they'll stand out on like you know that lookout point and everything and it's it's, never on the hype level yeah the girls are a little different you know we'll start crying and shit (laughs) (laughs) we'll get so excited that was amazing I love you so much Um, that's literally all I felt I could do is like the girls would then come up back up on grid and I'm just like dude you're killing it like I don't know what else to say like yeah they were doing great I'm trying to think of like I know Sharice she stood out big that day she was Abby Abby did awesome too everyone was killing it Abby was tandeming with freaking hop like really and killing it yeah he's an animal 
Abby is like this, like, isn't she? She's all like, she's educated. She's no, she's just super college, like college degree under college degree. And then she's like, gets out there and rips the car and she's beautiful. I'm like, okay, cool. Only one thing at a time. Smart, pretty and talented. As I say, I have a boyfriend that I need to make sure stays my boyfriend. Hey, and you got to drift that day too. I did a few donuts. I, I, uh, I definitely had a good day. That was really nice of him. I mean, he didn't freaking build me a Cressida, but you know, we're not there yet. So. <laughs> one day one day yeah. you guys will be there yeah hopefully he uh never listens to this <laughs> he'll, maybe he'll pass down his car you know when he no. decides to upgrade yeah he'll pass down his car when he accidentally lets me use it again and i actually do ruin it and he'll go i didn't think it was possible <laughs> goes, well it's mine now <laughs> yeah hey we'll both have one jay-z's hey trust me i loved it that's why you said you know one jay-z crested i was like oh yeah i like one jay-z's now i drove one one time <laughs> that's all it took i was like wow that's all it takes i'm like why do people say it's hard it's not even the hard that's what <laughs> no it's and that's why i feel it kind of sucks because like i will take like darren has like um an sr20 that um we'll take two events and i <laughs> You guys would laugh at me driving it. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, I suck in that car. No, I get it. So like, I give you guys props, like Taylor and Alexis and like anybody who drives like a lower horsepower car. Like, I'm just like, damn, I kind of was like spoiled with this thing. I'm with you, Jerry. Why, why work harder when you can work smarter? just get a one jade why i'm not gonna cry for fucking seven hundred dollars worth of events i'll just put seven hundred dollars of tears into a one jade (laughs) there you go i'm not trying to cry and look silly i think i know what kim's car is gonna be (laughs) yeah i'll just sneak off with it at events you won't even notice i don't think they'll yell at me they're like oh yeah she's dating chet she's okay i guess gotta keep chet happy no you're never yep no I'll never be able to I'll be like no I look stupid it's stock I want to look cool so this be this may be like me taking this a little bit too far but like I really am curious on like what Alexis and Taylor's plan is for next year Ooh, what is it like our, for our cars or yeah like are you like I know Taylor you posted that um you just put uh, did you just put an sr20 in your car or no another k <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> just like money wise it makes most sense right now so mm-hmm. but yeah next year i don't really plan on doing much until something breaks to be honest yeah i feel like yeah that's really that's a good plan why why waste money if you're if you're ripping in it Trust now me, you're I doing could, i would yeah, yeah if you're having fun i got a taste of the sr20 life Thanks, my friend Trevor, and I, I can see why people like power. You think That's about sure. it at night a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes, but no, not until unless something breaks. It's gonna stay how it is. I'm also doing absolutely nothing this off season. Um, my thing is getting the house mod. So uh, <laughs> once I have a sweet garage, then at that point um, I can have as many projects as I want, according to Manny. So I'm probably gonna build another rotisserie for another S13 that I'll never have running. <laughs> Thank God Manny's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. My plan is to keep my uh, daily in one piece, <laughs> so that 
I can continue to watch you guys rip your cars. You can get the glory already. Uh, nope. The glory is staying in museum. <laughs> I can't get, I can never hurt that Gloria. That's the only thing nice I have in my entire life. So. <laughs> no, I think next year we're just, um, we're just going to be working on a lot more stuff for Drift Kitchen and trying to get more girls out there and do more events and uh, make some magic happen. Keep doing this podcast. I'm going to be straight chilling all year. Super pumped about the podcast, though. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being on. Yeah, so on that yeah, Thank note, you, guys. Thank you, Jerry, for being our first guest. Uh, feel free to hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. On, you know, We got to have oh. her announce all her uh, stuff where they can find her. Oh, yeah. Do you want to give your Instagram and everything a little shout out? Oh my god, do I even know my Instagram? <laughs> yeah. I, do I? I was going to say, I've been messaging you on it. Let's see. This is bad. Um, actually, it's just my name. So, Jerry, J-E-R-I underscore Rick, R-I-C-K. Yeah, I was going to say, simple. give her a follow. She's a pretty blonde I, uh, girl, and she's got a Cressida, and she's got puppies. You can look at Darren, too, if you want. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's got a lot more followers um, and he doesn't even post anything, which pisses me off. Because <laughs> he's got Forsberg clout. They just see the and mullet and they're like, I'm following him. That too. The mullet and Forsberg, he's he's in. Yeah. Let's say he's <laughs> he's gonna locked like, in. All the boys will follow him based off those two things alone. Yep. But thank you, Jerry, so much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. It was good talking to you guys and catching up as well. Absolutely. You have a good night. You too. See you guys later. Hopefully we'll get to drive soon in the beginning of the year at least. (laughs) Hell yeah, for sure. Um, We'll have to keep up and um, just let each other know when we're going to certain events. Hell yeah. Well, see you, Jerry. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, so we are doing something different for the upcoming podcast. Hopefully, Manny can keep these coming. But we have our weekly Manny dad joke. Manny, what is our first ever weekly dad joke? All right. Why did the cop pull over the U-Haul trailer? Why? (laughs) Because he wanted a bus to move. Are you giving me some dad, dad jokes on Instagram? No. No. <laughs> you guys are so freaking welcome. <laughs> These are going to be your favorite jokes of the week. We're going to want to get rid of Whitmore's Weekly Wisdom. No, no. We need to keep all of them. We need as many segments as we can get. I like both of them. We're keeping Wisdom. Whoever can say that three times fast, I'll, I'll buy you a sticker. <laughs> Whitmore's Weekly Wisdom. And many dad jokes. And I hope Manny keeps showing up for that because we were supposed to have that last one, but someone decided to sleep because he works hard. When? <laughs> All right, guys, just like last week, we do have a winner for the giveaway. The spotlight driver of the week, if Alexis will talk to us about who won that. Uh, so our winner for this week is Captain Amy on her Instagram. It's um, Captain spelled without an A. Um, so it's C-A-P-T-I-N-A-M-Y. Uh, she has a kooky S14 um, and it's super glittery as she drifts at uh, Lanier Motorplex and Piedmont 
Uh, she lives in Georgia, but is going to be moving to Japan in the next uh, foreseeable future. That is a big move. Yeah. Good luck, Amy, on your move to Japan. Hopefully we can send these out before you leave the States. <laughs> and uh, something pretty cool is that she's also owned a Laurel, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, Japanese cars ever. It's a good looking car. Yeah. So that's a gentleman car. So uh, yeah, we'll hit you up and um, get your info and send you out some something cool. Congrats. Absolutely. Uh, send in who you believe should be the spotlight driver. Uh, or we're just going to keep selecting them at random as we go through our list. But definitely, if you feel like someone deserves it, definitely write in. And uh, on that note, we should do Whitmore's Weekly Wisdom. Taylor? All right. For this week, I just want to remind people to be kind. Um, people are having maybe a harder than usual time this time of year. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to be kind. So just keep that in mind. I like that. That is very appropriate. By the time you guys hear this, Christmas would have just passed, but that should stay true even into the new year. Uh, that 2020 was a nightmare for literally everyone. So definitely being kind is probably the best way to end this. But uh, see you guys in the new year. So yeah, wow. I didn't realize it would actually be the new year when this or almost the new year. When yeah. Yeah, it'll just pass Christmas. It should be between that week, I believe, or maybe this is the next one. It's kind of hard because we film these a week before we put out our new one. So basically, our second one hasn't even come out yet. So if we feel a little mixed up on time, it's because we're trying to keep up with our own podcast already. And uh, ignore Diesel. Diesel is drinking water. He's in our studio, aka Taylor's basement, and apparently he's very thirsty. <laughs> Stay tuned for his wines when he's ready to go out. Woohoo! And on that note, thanks guys for listening. Thanks for making it to the third episode. Uh, definitely check out the Drift Kitchen's merch diesel. <laughs> oh my god, everybody can hear you drinking. It's ruining our outro. Don't forget to buy stuff on the Drift Kitchen site, guys. Thanks for listening. Definitely stay tuned. Have a good one. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to us ramble. Definitely check out the next episode. Appreciate all your support. Don't forget to follow Drift Kitchen on Instagram and to check out their big cartel site and pick up some merch. Thanks again, guys. <laughs>